of the ministry of your church, of this church. Uh, and when we have people who are called to be pastors, uh, if you go through the district pro- the protocol of what it takes to be ordained, which Pastor Kelsey is in the middle of right now, they'll ask you the same questions nearly every year, don't they, Kelsey? And they just continue to try to affirm and make you recall your call and why and and, and what you're doing. And so I, I asked Luke tonight if I could just ask him a couple of questions. And we'll always ask to tell about the time that you were saved. And uh, I'm going to give Luke this. And, and some of you have not been here, uh, but Luke uh, came with us. I don't know. How old were you when we came? Do you remember? When we, 99? He was seven years old when we came here. Man, that seems like a long time ago. He was seven years old, and none of this was here. The old church was here, and the parsonage was right over there. And uh, we came, and uh, I had, this is the first church I ever pastored. I'd never pastored a church. And uh, Eldon and Vola was here. I don't know who else was here at that time. Boy, that's about it. You guys are about the last ones. Eldon, I don't know, Vola, were you on the board, or was just Eldon on the board? They were both on the board. And... uh, uh, they called us and we brought our four kids and we began to pastor here. And uh, Luke, I just want to, if you would, I'd like for you just to share, how was it that you came to know the Lord? Tell me about when you got saved. Well, I don't actually really remember uh, coming to know the Lord. Uh, so I guess I was really young and uh, I had to ask you guys this because I had to write it a couple of times and different things that I had to do. Uh, but they said that I was around three, and uh, we were in the living room, and I asked uh, if I could have Jesus in my heart, and so we just uh, bowed down there in the living room, and uh, that's when I uh, began following the Lord at the age of three. don't remember it, so I don't really, really remember a time uh, when I haven't been following Christ. So. I, re- I remember we were sitting on the couch, and Luke just started crying. He goes, I need, I need to know who Jesus is. He was little bitty, and I was just like... How can you even know what you're talking about? But he did. He knew. He knew what God was. That God was speaking into his heart. I want you to tell you about. Tell us about. And some of you may have remembered. Some of you may be there the night that he did this. But I want you to tell us about the night that you were called to preach. Yeah. So I was uh, actually it was Sunday morning, and uh, you were preaching on the Apostle Paul, and I was 11 years old, and uh, just I didn't know what you know. What do you know when you're 11? Nothing. And so. <laughs> I wanted to be a firefighter, and uh, anyways, we were, because I liked fire, still do, yeah. and uh, yeah, he does, <laughs> and uh, he was preaching on the Apostle Paul, and how Apostle Paul preached even during the hard times, and so I went down to the altar over there in the old sanctuary, and bowed my head, and I started praying at the altar, and uh, just felt like God was calling me to be a pastor. I don't know if it was an audible voice or anything like that. I just kind of had that feeling. And so I said, okay. And I told dad. And then we uh, would do testimonies on Sunday night. And so I remember, uh, you know, standing up at nighttime and just saying, I believe that God's called me to be a pastor. And, uh, you know, the more I look at it now and I start to think about, about that, and about the church here, and, you know, like I said, what do you know when you're 11? <laughs> you don't know much of anything. 
And yet, uh, that was very real to me. And I think about how the church came alongside me. Uh, never, ever did I feel any pressure growing up as a teen. Like, are you going to be a pastor? Are you going to be? Never felt anything like that. Uh, it was just a really good upbringing. So. I, remember, I remember the night he stood up and he was kind of right down in here and he goes, I'm supposed to preach like Paul. And I could hear what he said, but a bunch of people thought it was, I'm supposed to preach like Paul. <laughs> but it was Paul. It was Paul. So anyway, uh, any other good memories you have growing up here? Oh, lots of good memories. So, I mean, uh, you know, you just, you enjoy the church. You enjoy uh, the people here. And, you know, for like college and different things, they ask you to tell your story. And when you go to different areas, uh, they want to know stories. And when you're given sermons, you tell stories. And uh, when I tell my sermons or when I uh, tell the stories, most of them are from here and they include the people in this sanctuary. And I often talk about uh, Jason Roast and he's helping me in small group or uh, Mark and Desiree uh, when we were on that uh, train ride to Arizona and we just played the games and, you know, just different people. Uh, Margaret Holmes would come and give me a dollar every once in a while. Just like weird things that you remember. And you remember Jim Totten acting funny at VBS. And just, I mean, you can name all these different people um, that you, some of it you'd like, well, that's not really spiritual, but, you know, you're just living life with them. Yeah. And, uh, and as I grew up and did good things, silly things, not so great things, you guys were here, and uh, I'd be at the altar, and you guys would pray with me. And I am, imagine a lot of you were praying for me. I didn't know it at the time. Um, and then I know, uh, you know, this time, this time last year, or a little past this time last year, uh, you know, I came here with my call in the missions, and uh, you guys were here for me then. And, you know, this church has just meant a lot to me. And um, I was kind of surprised when you called and uh, asking, you know, if that's maybe a possibility and just praying and wasn't for sure um, if this is what God wanted or not. Uh, I knew I would like it, but I didn't know if that's what I needed to do. And we prayed and I just felt like God was giving me peace about it. And so that's all you can ask for. When Luke was first gotten, getting out of college, uh, he said, he said, Dad, I don't, he said, I don't even want to be on the same district as you. He said, <laughs> pretty, I mean, you did. You said, didn't you? Yeah, I guess <laughs> he so. Said, he, said, he said, I just, he said, I want, he said, I want, and I, and I understood that. He said, I want to be able to stand on my own. He said, I don't want to be Brian's boy. He said, I want to go and, and, and do something on my own. And I said, okay. And then he said, can you see if you can get me a job somewhere else? No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that at all. He'd already, when he got out of college, he already had his, he already had his own job. And, uh, and I knew that he wanted to make it on his own. And I respected that. And I, I never, I never, we've never pressured Luke. When he first told us that he was called to preach, he said, what do I do? And I said, you're 11 years old. You go to school. That's what you do. And I said, and then when you get out of school, you'll go to more school, and that's what you'll do. And I said, and the Lord will show you what to do. 
And I said, and I'm not going to tell you what you're supposed to be. And he'd be like, well, well what am I supposed to do here? And I said, what's, what's God telling you? What's God telling you? What's God telling you? And so when Pastor Sean resigned, I was like, because I, I mean, I hate hiring people. It's, it's no fun to hire. It's fun to keep. We want to keep people. That's what we want to do. And so it's not fun to hire. And I was just like, God, what, what are we supposed to do? And I called Luke and I, I really figured he'd turn me down cold because I, he just he had said before didn't he didn't want to be on the same district as you. Yeah, he didn't want to be on the same district. He didn't want to be in the same church or the same district or anything <laughs> like that. And he said, I'll, he said, I'll think about it and I'll pray about it. And uh, I was just really thrilled when when that's what the Lord wanted him to wanted him to do. And so we have we have talked a lot about uh, what what we feel like the Lord's, the Lord's uh, ministry is for us here. And we talked to Pastor Kelsey, and, and our desire as, as a staff is that our church be united, that parents and kids and teens feel like they're all part of the same unit. And Kelsey works very hard so that the kids aren't just their own thing. She wants the parents involved, and, and we're working really hard that the teens are, are not just a, a bunch over there, but that, that, and we want you to have your time, understand that, but we want you to be part of the congregation, and we're working very hard to try to, uh, to, try to do that, and so that's, those are our goals, and uh, just kind of wanted you to know uh, where we're standing on that. So, Luke, I want you to stand where you're at, and I'm going to take your microphone. I'm going to start with David. David, come. And then Landon, Eldon, Colin, everybody just stand right along through here and we'll hand down the microphone as we go. You guys, the church, the church has a uh, part here where it says congregation. I don't need that. Church has a part where it says congregation. And this is your part in the, in, here we may need to scoot down just a little bit. Luke, I'm going to give you something because you can't hold all the things they're going to give you. So you can, you can set this stuff on here. But church, this is your part in the, in the process. And you're saying this is what we're going to do. And so uh, David Day is, is part of our board. And uh, I want you to read along with him. And so David, I'd like you to lead the congregation. As a church... Under the leadership of, under the Lordship of Christ, we will affirm that through the Holy Spirit, a church and youth pastor are brought together. Pray for our youth pastor. Encourage and support our youth pastor. Provide opportunity for our youth pastor to have sufficient time to study and pray. Recognize our youth pastor's need for physical and spiritual renewal. Take care of the financial needs of our youth pastor to the best of our ability. Respect our youth pastor's personal time. Commit ourselves to sharing concerns with the youth pastor before we speak to others. Amen. All right. Now, each one of these folks have something that they're going to present to you, Luke, and they're going to read a, a, a sentence to tell you about it. Hi. I'm going to read this in a second, but uh, 
this is this is it. This is where you base the things you teach off of before you go to curriculum, before you go to anything else. This is where you go. And this is what you study. This is our life. This is what we read. And this is where we commit ourselves to. So, saying that, accept this Bible. Be among us, as John Wesley said, man of one book. Be in this place one who proclaims the word. Upside down. Receive this vessel of water, the water of baptism. Be among us as an evangelist who brings many to the knowledge of Christ, our Lord and Savior, and to the affirmation of faith pronounced by the baptismal water. Equipped us to be evangelists. Receive this hymnal and be among us a leading worshiper at the feet of the cross, that we may worthily magnify the name of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Receive this towel just as Jesus served his disciples by washing their feet. You will also serve those God has placed over you. Receive this list of all our teens. These are your people. Pray for them and be a priest among them that they might be acceptable to the Lord. Receive these tithing envelopes and remember, remind us often that we are to be faithful stewards of all God has given. Accept the manual of the Church of the Nazarene and the duty of teaching and discipling this people, reminding us that we are not only Christians, but Christian Nazarenes. Receive this oil and be a healer and reconciler among us and a model of spiritual leadership. Take this bread and cup, and with it the authority to administer in Christ's stead the sacrament of Holy Communion among this people. Under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, we come together today to affirm that we believe God has led this young man to this church for effective ministry. With that in mind, let me remind you, we have called a leader. We want you to lead. We have called a servant. Let him serve. We've called a preacher. Let him preach. We've called a teacher. Let him equip you. We've called a visionary. Let him cast vision. And we have called a pastor. Let him be a shepherd. Because God has called me to this ministry, I will. Establish my ministry upon the Bible as the word of God. Place service to Christ and his church above personal desires. Be careful to fulfill all my responsibilities as pastor. 
be honest in my personal stewardship of money, be committed to preaching holiness, be faithful to the mission of the Church of the Nazarene, handle responsibility, all confidence is shared with me, endure to equip the Church for the work of ministry, guard my integrity and the integrity of the fellow pastors by being open and honest. And at the end, there is the covenant prayer. And I'd like for everybody to stand as we do this. This is John Wesley's prayer, a prayer that Luke has shared with me many times, and we talk about this a lot. And I want us to all read this together. I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be employed by you or laid aside for you, exalted for you or brought low by you. Let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and heartily yield all things to your pleasure and disposal. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are mine and I am yours. Amen. By the authority invested in me, as the pastor of the Marshfield Church of the Nazarene, I declare that you have been commi- that we have committed ourselves to mutual covenants, and I hereby install you as a youth pastor at the Marshfield Church of the Nazarene. Lord bless you. you. I want Luke. I'm going to take this with you. I want you to go around to the altar on the other side, and before you all sit down. We're just going to gather around here. And I want us to all just gather in and we're going to lay hands on Luke. Let's all just gather in here close. You You guys can come around here on this side too if you want to. thank the church for letting my kids be kids and uh, they all grew up and they all still love the church which isn't always the way that it is sometimes it it I've seen so many pastors kids that had bad experiences and and uh, that was not the way with you all you you loved them and you let them make mistakes and you loved them anyway and uh, my kids have been a great part of my ministry. They were probably, when they were young, the best thing about me. They really were. They were so helpful. And it's it's an honor to have three of them here with us and going through life again with us. And, and I pray that God will just uh, anoint this time and uh, and just anoint Luke and anoint our teens and, and have his way. I asked Rob. Uh, Rob's been with us a long time. And uh, Rob was watching Luke grow up, and uh, Rob loves my son, and his family loves my son. And I know there's many of you that do, but I wanted Rob to pray for Luke, and then I'm going to pray for him. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you so much for this man, Lord God, and it has been a great pleasure to watch him from a little boy grow into a man, a godly man. 
Father, I have watched him, and I, I, he's never astrayed from you, Lord God. He's always been seeking you and your will, Lord God, not his, Jesus. And I just pray, God, as he leads our teens in this church, Lord, in this, in this body, Lord God, that you give him the strength that he needs, Lord. Give him wisdom, Lord God, as he teaches and leads and goes to events, Lord God. I pray a protection upon him and all the teens as they go out and do things, Lord God. Father, just most of all, we want your your will in this ministry, Lord God, and I know that Luke will, he will seek that, Lord Jesus, and I just pray that you bless him, Lord God, and we just, Lord Jesus, we praise you so much for him and the man that he is, Lord Jesus, in your name. Father, we come to you and our hearts are just uh, filled with all sorts of feelings tonight, Lord. Father, first of all, I just want to thank you for letting Luke be part of our family, Lord. Thank you for all of our kids. Thank you for our church. God, I'm so grateful for godly men and women that have been part of my kids' lives all these many years, Lord, that we've had fun with, that we've cried with, that we've mourned with, that we've had joy with. And Father, I just thank you for this church who helped us, who helped me and Cindy raise our kids to fear the Lord. And Father, I thank you. Father, I pray that for what happened in my family would happen in many families. Father, I pray that for every teenager here, I pray that they would grow up and and that they would follow the Lord and that they would follow him all the days of our lives. I pray that we would be able to come alongside parents and help them to lead their kids in a way that would honor you. Father, I pray that you would give Luke wisdom. I pray that you would give him the eyes of Christ. I pray that you would give him the heart of Christ. Father, that he would see and know exactly what to say and to do. And and times when he needs uh, words to say, Lord, I pray that you would put them in his mouth, Lord. And times when he needs to be quiet, I pray that you would help him to do that. Father, I pray that you would give us vision for what you have for us here, Father. And I just pray, Lord, that you would continue to lead Luke as you always have. And Father, like he says, you are enough. You are always enough. And Father, I pray for our church as we're here and, and at this point in the history of our church. Father, I pray that you would uh, bind us all together, Lord. I pray that you would bring unity among us. I pray that you would be with Pastor Kelsey as she leads our, our children, Lord. I pray that uh, you would give her the things that she needs and, and that we would be united together. And Luke, that he would help us as our teens to feel like they're a part of our church. And for our, our older ones and, and, and middle age, however, the parents and everybody, I, feel, I pray, Lord, that we would all be one congregation. Many parts, but one congregation, Lord. And I pray that you would guide us by our love for you and our love for each other. Father, what a special day it is to uh, bring my son in on staff, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would just continue to bless his ministry as you have in the past. Continue to do so. We love you, and we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right.